Hi, girlies. Welcome back to the Glow Up Secrets podcast. My name is Alicia Gogan, the host of the Glow Up Secrets podcast, where I help you expand your mind and become more self-aware so that you can glow up into the best version of yourself. I'm pretty sure once again, I said that intro wrong, but honestly, at this point, I'm just going with the flow. And also, if my voice sounds a little bit off, I woke up about an hour ago. So, you know, I haven't really been talking much. So sorry about that. But how are you guys? I know you can't answer me, but (laughs) I am so happy to be here once again, another episode. Okay, I have to admit something. I told you guys in the last podcast that I would be starting to post my podcast episodes on Thursdays. Girlies, it didn't happen. And this is why it didn't happen. I've had so many things going on in the past, like from the last time I had recorded that episode till now, which is literally like a week. So many amazing things have come my way. But with that being said, I wasn't able to get out a podcast episode um, shorter than a week. So you know what? I have come to the realization that once I move and get settled, then I will change my upload schedule to Thursdays. But right now I have how many weeks? I have like two more weeks left of, well, we all have two more weeks left of March and then I move April 1st. So after that, I will have more time. And I know that I will have more time because girlies, I put in my resignation for my corporate job. Now, do not fret. I still have another job where I do serving and bartending. That just makes me way more money and way less time. So that's part of the reason why I'm still keeping that because one, I need to pay my bills and two, it's just, it's smart money when you're 26 years old. I'm telling you, any girlies who are like in your 20s or even 30s, just get a serving job. Now, I know in America, it's a little bit different. You guys get paid The hourly wage is a lot lower, I think, than in Canada. I mean, our dollars are a lot different, but I don't know, man. Like, when you're young, I just feel like try and be as smart as you can with your money. And that's kind of like a part of the reason why I decided to leave was because I spend so much more time and I get paid way less doing my corporate job during the week. Um, than I do with serving. And now, of course, there's always pros and cons with every job. You could say corporate is more stable and more consistent. And especially, obviously, with the pandemic, you know, working in the hospitality industry has definitely, um, it's hit a lot of people. But if, I don't know, if you're looking for a, like a good job that's going to make you money, especially if you're like in school or you're just trying to get your money up, like even a part-time job, girly go get a serving job and anyway so yeah I ended up putting in my notice so I will have a lot more time after I move to make sure that I have everything in place now I've been putting out podcast episodes like every week like I still have that time so I just wanted to let you guys know that happened and also I don't know really how much I can say but I'm just gonna say that I worked with TikTok on something really 
crazy and so cool and like the opportunity that I got is amazing and I know it's really annoying when people say oh I did something but I can't tell you what the main reason why well there's two reasons why I'm telling you one because it's just like amazing like I just want to tell you guys like I mean I wouldn't be able to work with TikTok and talk to them and get the opportunities that I'm doing if it wasn't for you guys listening to me so like that is built off of you guys but also things happened really fast in the past week so I had a bunch of meetings and that is why I did not get the podcast out so anyways there's all my excuses as to the reasons for me being a little bit of a slacker but I just wanted to let you guys know and another thing that I haven't had a lot of time to do was to go on live on TikTok I used to go on live a lot like throughout the holidays and stuff when I had a lot more time and I haven't been doing that but last weekend I went on live and I just missed it so much I missed talking to you guys so much so that's another thing that I'm going to prioritize more once I move is to go more on live so if you don't already follow me on TikTok please follow me it's the glow up secrets I was about to say the glow up secrets podcast I always do that the glow up secrets and um, catch me on live right now actually after this podcast I'm going to edit it and then I'm going to go on live for a bit and talk to you guys before I go to my somatic therapy appointment. Now, I've been going to somatic therapy, and if you don't know what that is, it's more, it's really kind of hard to explain, but basically, it's just another type of therapeutic practice that you can do for your, like, your physical and your mental health, but more so your physical health. I've talked a lot about how your body can hold a lot of trauma and stress, And for me, that's been very true. And I've done a lot of thinking, a lot of talking through a lot of my traumas and unhealed things and and childhood healing and all that kind of stuff. But there's still there was still a very big part of me like physically that didn't feel comfortable. It's not even about me being comfortable in my own skin, but me feeling like I'm allowed to take up space physically which is again it sounds really weird but people who people who go to somatic therapy I find that like they've had a lot of just like just trauma I don't know anyways you can do your own research but I I want to talk more about my somatic therapy journey like after I've I've done more sessions I've only done a few but going to somatic therapy has opened up my eyes even more of course and helped me become more aware about the things that I am doing in my life based off of things that happened in my childhood or conditioning and slash traumas things like that and that's kind of what sparked the idea of this podcast episode about um, seeking validation and building confidence I'm going with that title I don't really know where I'm gonna take this completely like I have a few thoughts in my head about where I want to bring this podcast episode today but we will tie all of that into what I'm gonna talk about so the main reason why I decided to go to somatic therapy and somatic therapy is basically like touch therapy so you're like you're working with a therapist where you're getting used to being in a room and sitting in, it's not just sitting in silence, but being present with somebody else and almost like learning how to regulate, um, not even regulate, but co-regulate your nervous system with somebody else. Again, I'm sorry if this is not making total sense, but that's this is the best that I can do when it comes to explaining this type of stuff. But the main reason why I wanted to try this 
type of therapy was, like I said, I've done a lot of different types of therapies, but I kind of wanted to get more into the body, like awareness about how I feel, like do I feel comfortable in certain situations around certain people and why is it that I don't and how do I become more comfortable in my own body around other people and how do I not feel so tense within my body? Like what is making me get like this? All of that kind of stuff. And so I knew that this this is something that I wanted to seek out. And I think what really stood out to me like within my life is that it's taken me a long time to feel physically comfortable and it doesn't even have to be like with a man but like just like with friends or even like my mom and I'll give you an example I used to struggle with this a lot and I'm getting a lot better at it but if my friend hugs me I don't necessarily it's not that I don't want the hug I actually really want the hug but I feel as if it's I'm not allowed to be hugging this person, even though they have initiated the hug. And I feel very awkward almost. Like I, I feel awkward. I don't feel like I can fully hug someone and really sit in there and, and like receive their energy and their regulated nervous system and just feel like the love that you probably would get from a hug. And I'm not sure if anyone else has felt like this. Like I'm sure some people just, they don't do well with physical touch. And so I've always kind of struggled with that, but you guys know me and being so self-aware, I've always been aware that that's been something that I've been uncomfortable with. Like, again, there's one part of me that wants to receive a hug from a friend or let's say a boyfriend, but it takes me a long time to feel comfortable and to actually do it. And I still feel, I find especially with friends or family, it always feels not super authentic and like I'm allowed to be having this hug and I find it happens less with men in my life which is interesting it takes me a while but if I'm comfortable in a relationship I feel like I can go in for a hug or like huddle them and it not feel awkward or weird maybe at the beginning stages of things but I mean I think that kind of happens when you just like don't know somebody else's body or something like that but I find with people around me, like friends and family, it's like I don't I feel like I never have the permission, which again, it's weird because most people are coming at me with the hug. So I've always been really aware of that. And I've and, you know, like me learning so much about psychology and all different therapeutic practices. A lot of people in the field have been talking about somatic therapy and just nervous system regulation. And if you're not feeling comfortable and if you're feeling some type of weird energy when you're in proximity to someone else or somebody is touching you, then that's definitely an indicator of like something's going on here. What is that thing? And I want to be comfortable being around people and somebody touching me because they love me or hugging me because they just, they, they need a hug or maybe they feel like I need a hug, things like that. But I've also realized like why I, there's something within me that still feels not completely fine with that. And every time I think about this type of feeling that I have when it comes to physical touch, the word that comes into my head every time is you are not allowed. And I've done a lot of research, like I have said, and obviously like I know my upbringing and how I was treated as a child from my father and my mother and I have sat through this and tried to figure out where this is coming from and I'm pretty sure 
I know at this point. So I'm going to talk about this. And, you know, like there's obviously so many things in your life and so many people in your life that might contribute to the way that you feel in your own body or you think about yourself. But I always like to talk about there's usually some type of relational thing going on in your childhood that usually perpetuates this thing in your adult life. So when I when I talk about the you are not allowed thing, that was heavily pushed on me as a child from my father of just you are not allowed to do the things that you want to do and I am not going to receive you. And what I mean by receiving is when you're younger, especially when you're a young child, Let's say you pick up something from the side of the road and it's like this weird leaf, but you think it's so cool. And when you're so young, you want to run up to your your parents and be like, look, look what I have, da, 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 right? Like you want to, you want your parent to be so interested in this leaf and look at it and explore it with you. The thing is, I didn't get that from my father. And when you don't get that from a parent, that signals to you that you are not being received. Like, let's say also, I wanted to give, I just felt the urge to give my dad a hug. I got the messaging from a very young age that I was not allowed to do that. And it wasn't even like he said to me face to face, Alicia, you are not allowed to give me a hug. But the energy that he was constantly in there, as soon as I thought about like, let's say wanting to give a hug to my father or just doing anything to be received in any way, I was getting the messaging from a very young age. You are not allowed to be received. You are not allowed to come in my proximity and sit and be comfortable around me and, and cuddle me and want to talk and do anything like that. Really, it was very much so you're the child. I'm the adult. I'm going to tell you what you can do and what you are not allowed to do. And that's really it. You do as I say, you go to your room after you're done your schoolwork and you wait for dinner. And then after dinner, you do the dishes because that's the things that you need to do as a child. And then you go into your room for the rest of the night. And I will sit in my room and worry about the things that I'm worrying about. And we'll go to sleep. And that's that. Like that was my life. I was not only was I an only child living in my home. I have sisters and a brother, but we we're half sisters and brother. So they never lived in the same household as me. So the constant conditioning every single day was you are not allowed to do anything outside of what I'm telling you to do and you're just going to deal with it. So any urge, any normal childlike urge that I wanted to do, which a lot of a lot of the things that you have as a child when it comes to urges is like, I want to show you this, like, look, like, hug me, like, I want love and affection and intention and validation, all of these things that signal to you that you are a part of the pack, that you are a part of somebody's life. I was really not getting that from my father. And so that constant conditioning every single day on a subconscious level conditioned me to believe that I am not allowed. I am not going to be received. And unfortunately, not being seen by my father, right? Other than just you're the child that does this, that, and the third and you go to sleep type thing. And it's interesting I've talked about this before, but my mom on the flip side was completely different. She was very loving and just letting me do whatever. And like, oh my gosh, she like, I honestly wish that she had more kids or something because I think that maybe in a different life, but I don't know. She's just so amazing with kids and just completely opposite. And it's 
And it's crazy because of course it got mixed messaging with that. And thank God, at least I had her because there's still a lot of parts of her that were able to shine through and were able to show me like you can be received and you can be loved. But unfortunately I spent a lot of time with my father and I really got that conditioning from him. Like I'm the authority. You're not allowed to do this, that, and the third. And that's that. And so I really think that a lot of the feeling of you're not allowed not only mentally put me in a situation where I just feel like I'm not allowed to do the things that I even want to do. I don't even know what I want to do because I've been told for so long what I need to do and what I need what not to do. But also I've carried it physically in my body because I didn't have that physical touch with my father really at all, like really at all. And it's crazy because clearly I have been carrying this feeling for such a long time. And I know that, but I have this photo in my room of me and my father and I will, I will remember this memory like till the day that I go away, like pass away. We were at this wedding, my mom's friend's wedding and This photo is of my dad and he's smiling and he's sitting on a chair and I'm sitting on his lap and I'm like received by him. Like I'm leaning into him and he's like hugging me and I'm like smiling. My my smile is so big and I have that photo and I just I love it because it's just like so cute. And if you were to see that photo, you'd be like, that's weird that she's even talking about this because in this photo, it looks like she's been received by her father completely. And the truth is that was very, uh, that was a rare case, but it's just crazy because every time I see that photo, I can remember the feeling. I can remember the thoughts in my head. And this is, I was like maybe six years old. I remember at six years old sitting on his lap, not even looking at the photo afterwards, But I remember actually being in that memory and sitting on his lap and being like, oh my gosh, he's allowing me to sit on him right now and take a photo. And he, and he, I remember him telling me to come here, like, come here, let's take a photo and like smile, whatever. I don't even remember like the actual words, but I remember the feeling of being received by my father. And it was the feeling of love. It was a feeling of acceptance. It was the feeling of you are allowed. And I feel like it's I've struggled with feeling that feeling when somebody allows me to come into their world or let's say wants to hug me because I've been conditioned so many times over and over that you are not allowed to feel that feeling. And so it takes me a very long time for me to feel that feeling that I felt with my father in that photo. And so that is technically the reason why I've really wanted to go to somatic therapy and try and work on that part of me that feels completely not received and not allowed. And I feel like that's really been another piece of my puzzle when it comes to learning how to build confidence within myself. And you guys know I like to take things super deep and I really just took it there honestly because on the service level we can talk all day about how you can build confidence, you know, show up sometimes even if you feel like you are not meant to be in the room, um, you know, look good and treat yourself well, da da da. But there's still some things that reside within us so unconsciously deep that we really have to put in that work to really even find or pinpoint before we can really like unlock the key that's going to really build more confidence within ourselves. So 
I I wanted to talk about that situation in my my personal journey with you know going to somatic therapy and kind of working through this because like I said this is something that's really helped me build a lot of confidence when it comes to feeling allowed to do things that I always thought that I was not allowed to do. So this actually brings me into what I talked about when it comes to TikTok. I worked with TikTok on a project. I'll just say that. I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to say that. I didn't sign no NDA or anything like that. Naturally, I believe that I am not as worthy as maybe somebody else would see me as, which is crazy because I know a lot of you guys, you guys praise me, you guys send me so much love on TikTok and Instagram. And and I know that I have a lot of worth and value and what I put out online is very valuable and helpful to other people. And I know that. And But there's still that part within me that just feels for some reason that like everyone's above me and I'm just like down here. I need to prove myself and it's I'm never really good enough and all that kind of stuff. And I want you to know that it's completely normal to feel like that, but also that I'm I feel like that sometimes, too. Again, I've I've gotten a lot better at not feeling like that because I really do know the value that I bring. But that's there's still that undertone of am I worthy? Am I allowed? All that kind of stuff. And again, that resides deeply within us. This experience with working through this, am I allowed? Am I not allowed to take up space to sit into rooms where I think that I'm not allowed to be in really ties into this TikTok meeting that I had because when they reach out to me, I was like, why me? Like, why can I, what do they see in me that would even be worthy of sitting in a meeting with them. And I had three different meetings with a very large brand and I just couldn't even believe how anyone would see like the value that I bring, which again is it's coming from that place of just not feeling allowed or that I can take up space or that I'm worthy really of anything. And the last meeting that I had with them was the like the biggest meeting was the most important meeting. And because I've been working through all of this stuff, I have built the confidence within myself to remind my inner child, like you are allowed to take up space in people's rooms and meetings and anything in life, really. And I know that this is the type of messaging that I had to give to my inner child. I know that you don't believe that because you had a father who did not signal it, signal that to you that you were allowed and that you are super valuable and you're allowed to take up space, but you are actually allowed to. There is so much space that you are allowed to take up in your life that maybe you have been conditioned to not be able to even take up. So on this journey, it's really helped me step into a room with very big brands and feel like I'm allowed to be here. And it's going to maybe take me a while for me to believe or my inner child to believe that I'm allowed to be here. But to know and to start working on this piece of you're allowed to be in these spaces and have these conversations and be around people who, yeah, okay, maybe they're big brands or they're big influencers that maybe have different successes than you does not mean that you are inherently not valuable. And I've been really, through my self-love journey, 
working on building confidence and learning how to trust myself and all that kind of stuff. And I talk about this on TikTok a lot and I've really wanted to try and express the best way that I can how to actually feel that confidence within ourselves because I think that we're all trying so hard to feel confident. It's like, how do I actually feel confident though? How do I actually feel like I can trust myself versus just telling myself these affirmations or pretending that I'm confident? And I think that really is this type of work. It's the signaling to your inner child that you are allowed to take up space. It's working through the things that you might be very unconscious of that you are not allowed. Like when it comes to the hugs I was talking about, there was something within me and I couldn't even pinpoint it really that felt uncomfortable and like I didn't, I wasn't allowed to be hugging somebody even though they came up to me and they hugged me. Why is that? And this is what I always want you guys to do with anything in your life, especially when it comes to feelings within you or thoughts that you have is just question these things. Like, why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel as if I'm not allowed to have this hug, although somebody is coming up to me right now and they are fully saying, I want this hug from you. So obviously working with any type of therapist will obviously kind of help you become more aware of the things that maybe you're not aware of right now when it comes to your behaviors and how potentially somebody maybe in your childhood or during school, like a teacher or anything, like there's so many things, of course, so many people in your life that maybe have conditioned you to believe or think or move a specific way, but to kind of go back and take an inventory of the types of relationships that you've had in your life and how they are now a reflection of kind of who you are in your current day-to-day life. So yeah, that's kind of the building confidence component that I wanted to kind of touch on in this podcast. Building confidence, first of all, of course, takes time, but if you can really get to some of these deep subconscious things that are going on within you that have started from a very young age will definitely help you build that confidence that you actually want to feel within yourself. And again, we can always come back on this topic, but I wanted to touch on that. Now, I also want to talk about seeking validation. As we can go back to this hug thing that I was dealing with, a part of me felt very uncomfortable, like I wasn't allowed to have the hug, but there was a part within me that always wanted the hug. Like I wanted to be somebody who received the hug and felt good. I wanted to get up and go and hug someone without feeling like I wasn't allowed. So there is still that piece within me that was like, I want this. I want acknowledgement and love and validation. And like, I want somebody to see me. And I think that we need to give ourselves some compassion and in love when it comes to wanting validation and acknowledgement and love. I think social media, of course, has not made it very easy for us to own the fact that we want validation and love. I think at the end of the day, we need to be real with ourselves. We do a lot of things for attention or love or praise, but we do that because being valued and acknowledged and loved really shows us that we are a part of something that we are a part of the pact, that we are part of a community. And essentially, it signals to us of survival. 
when somebody acknowledges you, let's say your parent, that shows us that we are going to stay alive. Because if our parents don't acknowledge us and don't validate us and tell us like we're doing things right or wrong, that shows us like, okay, well, if they're not even seeing me, and does this mean that I'm even going to get dinner tonight? Like, does this mean that I'm going to be getting water? If if somebody doesn't see me or acknowledge me, like, am I even going to survive the rest of the night? Like, it's actually very primal. And I used to be guilty of judging myself and even judging other people like friends for being like, oh, like you're just doing everything for validation or like acknowledgement. At the end of the day, we cannot suppress that part of us that just wants that in life. So I think the first piece with seeking validation from other people, like in ways that maybe you don't want to seek that validation But I think we all want to figure out a way to give ourselves validation versus getting it from other people. Because the thing is, is if you base all of your acknowledgement and feeling of love and receiving on other people, you're going to be on a constant emotional roller coaster at all times because there's a lot of people in your life that can give you that validation and love, but it's going to be on their own timeline and you it would be helpful for you to be able to give yourself that on the days that they can't. And I think that's something that, you know, takes a lot of time and effort, but it's something that I think we all should get better at doing because there's going to be days where the person that you, let's say, are in a relationship with can't give you that love or acknowledgement or validation. And it would be really sad for you to then feel like you're not worthy just because somebody is having a bad day. So I think something that really is helpful when talking about giving yourself validation and acknowledgement and love is to really learn how to accept yourself instead of always wanting to try and change things about yourself. Accepting the place that you are currently at right now, which is maybe you're struggling, maybe you have low confidence, maybe you don't feel seen or acknowledged, whatever the case is. To give yourself permission to just be this version of yourself right now is actually signaling to yourself, to your inner child, that acknowledgement and love and validation. You're validating yourself for feeling the way that you're feeling. I think we focus so much on trying to change the way that we feel and in doing that, we make the journey a lot harder because if we actually just surrender to the fact that this is how we are feeling, this is how somebody in my life has made me feel, we would actually create the feeling within us of it is okay. You are validated right now for the way that you are feeling. I acknowledge you. I accept you. I love you. That's the type of energy or the signaling that you're giving to yourself if you were to surrender and just accept the fact that, yeah, I, I don't feel acknowledged or validated and I haven't for a long time in my life. I also think it's really important when it comes to learning how to validate and acknowledge your own self is to first see where you're searching for your validation and love and acknowledgement. Who are you engaging with in your life just so that you can feel something Who are you trying to beg so that they can see you and give you something? And again, it's not to get down on yourself for doing this, but it's just to take inventory of how many places in your life are you trying to seek this validation and to try and offload 
from getting it from the external and trying to get it more internally. And I really think that some some of us try and find this magic way of creating more like self-validation. But I really think it's just sitting with the fact that, yeah, I feel unloved or alone right now. That is validation in itself is accepting that you have these parts within you that feel this way instead of trying to change it. I think the one of the best things that you could do for your inner child is to signal to it that it's okay that it feels like this. And also taking an inventory of where you're currently getting your love and acceptance, validation, things like that. You can now be conscious of where you get this validation from. I really want to make it clear to everyone that you're not going to be able to give yourself a bunch of validation and acknowledgement at all times. You're going to need it from other people. That's why I want us to give ourselves more compassion when it comes to trying to seek it from other people because at the end of the day, you are going to have to get this from other people. But if you're aware of where you get it and that you need it and that you're accepting that this is a part of life, you can consciously decide who you're going to get it from. And this can be very good and healthy for you because instead of trying to get your acknowledgement from a toxic ex, you're going to get acknowledgement from somebody who can actually see your value and your worth. But you're also going to know that, yes, I'm getting validation and acknowledgement from this person, but this person is very healthy for me. Instead of you going basically to the freaking bottom of the barrel and taking the bare minimum from people because you need it so desperately. And I think there's something to say about being consciously aware and consciously choosing the things that you're going to do in your life because that, for one, gives yourself more autonomy, gives yourself more confidence and empowerment and trust because you are actually being aware of the things that you are doing and you are deciding what you want to put your attention in and what you don't and what you want to receive from other people and what you don't. I think some of the most disempowering things that happen to us is being unaware of what we're doing and also just taking anything as it comes. So at the end of the day, we need love and attention and acknowledgement and all of these things. But if we are aware of where we're currently getting it from and instead learning how to put our energy in consciously getting it from somebody else that will give it to us in a healthier way where it will actually help us build up but still being very aware of, yes, I am getting validation and acknowledgement from this person is going to be such a more healthy dynamic for yourself and for your inner child. And I think when it comes to building confidence and trust within yourself, signaling to your inner child that it is allowed to take up space in this world, in people's lives, it has value and also that it is allowed to feel the way that it feels is going to be is going to give you the actual feeling of confidence. I don't know how to explain it other than you actually putting things into practice when it comes to speaking to your inner child and doing parts work and shadow work and all that kind of stuff, but it does really signal and create this feeling of trust and empowerment and confidence within yourself. So, I don't know if this pod, I feel like this podcast episode went all over the place today. I didn't really have much direction, but I just wanted to kind of touch on a few things that I have been currently learning and working through when it comes to 
giving myself this permission, I guess, to take up a space and to be received and to be loved, but also on the other hand, to signal to my inner child that it's okay that you feel this way and somebody maybe made you feel like this in childhood, but it doesn't have to be your truth and you don't have to feel like this forever, but you are allowed to feel like this for however long you need. I want to drive this point home to you guys when it comes to working with your inner child. As much as we want to change and better ourselves, we cannot signal to our inner child that that it needs to heal so that we can change. I think a lot of us go onto this healing journey because we want to be done. We want to be healed. We want to be fixed. But in doing that, you signal to your inner child that it is not okay, that it feels the way that it does, and that it's acting or believing the way that it does. You need to send your inner child unconditional love and sending unconditional love means you are okay exactly where you are and how you feel and what you believe right now. I'm going to be here for you and we're going to work through this together. I am not going to push you when you are not ready, but I want you to know that you are allowed to take up space and that you are worthy and you are lovable and all of the things that your inner child deserves to hear because your inner child deserves it. We all deserve to hear that kind of stuff. So I hope you took something away from this podcast episode and I want you guys to let me know on my Instagram, on my TikTok, wherever you want to connect with me, what you want to hear from me next. I have so many things that we can talk about and Yeah, I think that's it for today's podcast episode. I am really tired still. (laughs) It is like a gloomy Saturday. I'm going to my somatic therapy appointment today later on. So I will definitely make another podcast episode about really the journey throughout somatic therapy and how I am feeling and some of the takeaways that I have been taking away, I guess. But for now, this is as much as I can talk about. But yeah, I love you guys so much. I will talk to you next Sunday. Soon it will be Thursdays. But for now, Sundays. I love you and I'll talk to you in the next one.